Hello and welcome to another episode of One of Us Has to Be Right. He's Justin Whitwick. I'm Josh Deal. We're going to keep it short this week. Justin is going to be uh, running off a little little quick, so we got to make sure that we get this one in. Um, we're going to start off with Scary or Scares Me. Justin, what do you got? Yeah, so just want to preface that y'all are going to get an episode with me next week, but next two weeks... Josh, it's, it's up to Josh whether he's doing it on his own or whether we're going to have some special guests. But, scary, bad right now is the Conor McGregor situation, man. Whew. Um, you know, we were texting each other back and forth right as we saw him break that shin. And it just wasn't pretty. It simply was not pretty. There were, uh, there were what's it called, just... Things that came out after the fight that Connor was saying that from his camp that he had stress fractures in his shin before he went out and fought, which I mean, sounds like cap. It sounds like cap. My my thing is if that's facts, and I'm not I'm not you know I, I didn't see any scans or I don't see anything whatever. If that's facts, why would you be throwing leg kicks? Like why is that your game plan? You know, right? I like. Like, I just feel like that would do a lot more damage game plan wise. It doesn't make sense to me. I don't know who he's gonna fight next. I've seen people be like, "Yo, we should just fight Tony Ferguson. They're gonna fight for retirement. Whoever loses can't fight anymore." Yeah. yeah. But you know, I think I think or Nate Diaz, same thing. Yeah, potentially Nate Diaz. I think I think also if Dana White just wants to give him, you know, a decent shot at things, maybe he'll fight, you know, Dan Hooker, maybe Michael Chandler. But Michael Chandler, I think he's Chandler's gonna... what the, he's he's number four right right now. Yeah, something like that. It's like it's like what number one is Oliveira. Well, champions well, yeah. Oliveira. And then one, one is Gagey. Uh, no, not Gagey. One is, Poirier. Uh, Poirier. Two is Gagey. G- three is somebody. And then four is Chandler. Five was McGregor. Yeah, and six was Hooker. And then there's. Uh, I don't know, there's, I think Magomedov is like some kid that Khabib thinks is going to take the lightweight oh, title Oh, yeah, 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 and everyone, everyone yeah. thinks that. This it's not just Khabib. Yeah, this kid's coming out of nowhere. Um, go Dagestan, I guess. But, so yeah, scary bad. I don't know what's going to happen with Conor. I don't know who's going to fight next. I don't know what's going to happen with the whole Poirier thing. I mean, I don't think Poirier deserves a win for that. That's That should be a no contest, but... Yeah. It is what it is, and they ruled it as such. Now, following that up, on Monday night, we saw the Home Run Derby, which is one of my favorite just any sports all-star <laughs> things. <laughs> yeah, shut up, Josh. Shut up. But, it, you know, for me, it's like the Home Run Derby and the Slam Dunk Challenge. Those are my, like, two favorites. Yeah. I wish the NFL brought back their, like, pro stuff. I mean, like... Dodgeball, really? Like that's yeah. Come that's on. come on. That's not anything related to football. Like like bring back the like long like who can throw eighty yards, like the furthest yeah, the cannon arm contest. Yeah, dude, that was so much fun. Um, but anyways, I want to just say how insane Pete Alonso is. But you were mentioning this earlier. Not just Pete Alonso, but his pitching. Whoever was pitching to him, his batting coach. Yeah. Oh my lord! This dude was throwing absolute dimes. Everything just right on the money. Center Absolutely high in the zone. right on the money. Pete Alonso didn't have to even think to where he's going to swing that bat. Consistency. I saw the chart after. Not a single thing was out of like 
a, a like one foot box just yep. up in the zone and it, he he hit 35 homers to start the first round you know he ended up winning pretty comfortably too back to back years we'll see what happens next year but man Pete Alonso he's got to be just on anybody's top 5 list for power hitters in baseball right oh, 100%. now 100% We'll see if Tatis comes for it next year. Vladdy G steps in. That'd be that'd be a real fun, um, you know. And, just and I wish we could have. And I wish we could have seen more of Soto too. I liked. I mean, yeah. him taking out Otani in the first round was sick. Yeah, I, I didn't make my bracket, but I would have called Soto upsetting Otani. I also would have had Matt Olson coming from the right side, but we all know that he got bopped first round. But. Um, yeah, so kicking it over to you. Let's hear Josh is scary bad now. Well, dude, it's it's not just the home run derby. I'll say it. It's all of those skill competitions. Like, I don't like I I know that it's cool to see like the best of the best against the best of the best, but I feel like it's not anymore. Like I feel like like Aaron Judge didn't participate. Like I feel like a lot of the top like Vladdy Jr. didn't, Tatis Jr. didn't. I feel like a lot of the top name guys like. As much as I love seeing Trey Mancini be in the final, like that's like he's only important to a small group of MLB fans. It's not something where he has the wide, like the widespread recognition that a lot of these other superstars do. Yeah, but it's not just like I I watched about three rounds of the home run derby. I was running on a treadmill, which, albeit, is probably not the best environment to watch the home run derby. Like if I was absolutely <laughs> blitzed with the boys, like yeah. it probably would have been a lot more fun. But I wasn't. I was, like, running on the elliptical, and I was like, this kind of sucks. And it reminded me a lot of, like, watching the skills competition for the NBA All-Star game. And it's very similar vibes of, like, oh, cool, they can pass through this little circle. And, like, I think the only the only skills competition that I'll give any credit to in terms of being fun to watch, sometimes slam dunk, but I feel like those, like those slam dunk contests kind of got ruined, too with all like the celebrity judges and stuff like that, Mm -hmm. where like everything gets a 10, everything gets a 50 like that. It kind of just seems like those kind of got thrown out the window. The only one that I think is a true test of skill. And it's also one of my favorites to watch is kick tack toe. Mm, Yeah. I can get that. That was, that was cool. I can get behind that. That was super cool to watch. I also, I do like, I do like the relay at the pro bowl where they have like, where they have the running back do the 40. They have the linemen push the sleds. They have the D line yeah. like do this, get over the wall, and I I will I like the relays because that's at least skill based. But I mean, yeah. like like I was saying, dodgeball. Really, like it, can you yeah. can you put a ball through a hoop and run? Like come on. Yeah, it's it and even even with like the three point cha- like three point challenge, that's whatever to me like we yeah. see so many videos of Steph knocking down like 63s in a row that the the luster has kind of just worn off for a lot of those skill like skill competitions the, mm-hmm. the the trash talking is not there like it was back in the 80s with Larry Bird talking about you know his competition in the three-point challenge yeah just doesn't doesn't seem as uh doesn't seem as great everything is um, very sportsmanship yeah um, my scary good is something that is really good for baseball, and it was that the MLB draft took place last week. Um, we saw Henry Davis go number one to the Pirates. He's a, a catcher out of Louisville. 
Uh, yep. Jackson Job, high school pitcher, got picked up by the Tigers. Uh, we saw a couple of high school studs go, and then obviously Jack Leiter getting yep. drafted. Kumar Kumar Rocker going falling to the Mets. Mets top ten. But I, I think that the one thing that baseball needs more than anything is young talent and people who are fun to watch. And it's not necessarily that there's a lot of people like that in the draft, but it is always exciting to see new blood come into the league. Um, obviously, the the one thing that I think that stinks about the MLB draft is that you don't get to see the immediate impact like you do in the NBA yeah. or like you see in the NFL where like these rookies, it's like, wow, they come in and they're immediate game changers for their squads. Um, it's yeah, also kind of like stinks soccer. because, yeah, it, they kind of like kind of sit in the club for a little bit. It might be yeah. three or four years. Someone like Jackson Job, who's 18, he might not start in the MLB until he's 22, 23. So, you know, you might have a full four years before you even see some of these guys blossom into potential stars. But at the same time, they also have to deal with people coming from international ranks, like your Tatis Juniors, like your Juan Sotos, who, you know, get signed at 18, yeah. 19, spend a year in the Dude, club Juan ranks. Soto, and Juan up. Soto got signed at like 16 years old. Exactly. The Nats, the Nats, are, the Nats approached him when he was like 16, and then... Like seven other teams like came back and were like, "Dude, we're gonna give you so much more money." And he was like, "No, I kind of nah, told the Nats, Nats like I, me first. He was like, "I kind of yeah. told them I'd sign with them." Yeah, I mean, and it's not just that. Like with Chapman, um, yep. you had know, Cespedes. I mean, there's some people who get approached at you know 12, 13 years old. So it, it, the thing that stinks is that it does exist like that, and that those players. I think it would be a lot more fun if international players had to enter the draft. Yeah, um, that's fair. It would definitely it would definitely up the competition of collegiate baseball. But it's like, there's it's like it's like the NBA where like Luca had to declare eligibility for the draft. Yeah, I mean, and people can get signed at like twenty eight, twenty nine. But if you like, even Euro stash players, that's kind of what it feels like with the MLB draft is mm-hmm. that every single player is a Euro stash player, but they're just playing in the minor leagues in America. But okay. I digress. It's always wait, wait, good wait, to wait, see. Wait, 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 wait. Huh? Oh, oh. We cannot talk about the draft without mentioning that the Angels took 20 pitchers. Oh, <laughs> they didn't take any other position this entire when they draft. Need, when they need offense. Like, I they, get that they, they have took Mike Trout. 20 pitchers. I get they have Trout. I get they have Otani. But taking 20 pitchers is out. That's like, a, that's like when uh, the Panthers uh, Only last took year defense. took all defense. And like and, I get but, it, I get it. You have a game plan, and you need to stick to it. And and I mean, around 17, 18, 19, I'm I'm questioning if you need that twentieth pitcher right there. Yeah, especially if there's some decent high school. Oh, well, and the thing is, is that there's a lot of high school guys that get drafted at that level who go back and they like decide to stick with college. Like I remember Brady Appel when he got or Mark Appel, Mark Appel. Um, Got drafted in the top ten, and then he was like, "Now nah, I'm going back to college." It's like, yeah. dude, you you gave up millions yeah. of dollars just to go back to college. Like, you could be living it up in the MLB, making straight bank. But also, quick shout out: my buddy got drafted fourth or fifth round by the uh, Cardinals. He's a pitcher from Nova, Gordon Graceffo. Just like, good for you, bud. That's sick. Yeah, that's that's it's always dope to know. I mean, didn't your didn't the guy, kid you went to high school with got drafted by the Colts too? Yeah, Cranford's out here breeding athletes. Um, nuts.com. But home like of nuts.com and home of sports. Cranford, like, New Jersey. <laughs> but I, I think it's I think it's so crazy to think of like guys that I went to high school with 
are going to know, like, Quentin Nelson might talk to Nolan Arenado. Like, that's so crazy to me. Yeah. I don't know. And it's, but it's even weirder to think that, like, we're at that age where we could be drafted. Dude, like, I remember when, growing oh, up being, dude, like, 13 Zion, or 14 years old. Oh, my God. When Zion got drafted, I was like, I'm literally the same age as this kid right now. Or, like, when Trevor Lawrence got drafted, I was like, that's yeah. cr- I was like, I, how am I the same age as this guy? Yeah, I mean, it's crazy seeing guys like Devin Booker, who I think is younger than me, and saying, like, or, like, even people who I'm like, oh, they're washed, they're washed, and I'm like, they're 23. Yeah. Like, yeah. yeah it's it's different. Speaking of speaking of washed, we're going to go into some care or gnaw. Let's um, First up, we've got Bradley Beal testing positive, or going into COVID protocols, as well as Jeremy Grant. Both of them are out of the Tokyo. Well, Beal is in depth. Is it totally out of the Olympics? Um, Jeremy Grant is still potentially up in the air. Who would you like to see replace them? And do you care or not? So, I do care. I care because of how disrespected we've we've been. Just playing international. I know they're exhibition games, but if you watch, if you watch a lot of those guys, everybody's just driving for calls that these FIBA refs aren't giving them, because they're like, "What? Why? Why would you get uh, like three free throws after you jump in like behind at a guy who's just like near you when you're shooting a th-? like?" I, I think that you know we really need talent, and the name's not going to carry as far as shooting guard goes it'd be phenomenal if we could get Harden in in there I know I know he's a bit injured but I don't know what his situation is now currently you know as far as they need bigs too oh yeah oh oh yeah they need bigs they have nobody right now like get DeAndre Ayton over well oh uh Bahamas yep oh I'm trying to think of some of the because you know Steph Curry's not going to sign up for it you know Braun's not going to do it these guys that are that are hardcore veterans I'm surprised that KD even signed up for it um yeah you know, you can't get free, can't get Joker. I'm trying to think of who else is like a shooting guard right now that could that could replace Bradley Beal. I mean, maybe Russ. Yeah, well, I've seen Russ's name pop up in conversation. I've seen Carmelo Anthony. Carmelo which, Anthony, old. I, Let's I mean, go get the experience I mean, be, up there. Yeah, but I, I think you got to find a big. That squad needs a center. I don't care if it's Brook Lopez. Like that and team Brooke needs Lopez somebody. Even, can he even play for the U- can he play for the US? Maybe they just need somebody at the five immediately mm. because it's Bam Adebayo and Kevin Love are the get, only big on entire Boogie, team. Get Boogie Cousins back there. I'd be I'd I'd like that. That'd I be would great. Watch that. That'd be great. He doesn't even Dude, like you make, don't even need like a starter starter. Just get Boogie there. No, make James Wiseman prove himself. Yeah. Yeah. A little young, but yeah. Get Zion over there. Why is Zion Dude, playing over there? Tr- yeah, he's he's got odd. All right, next, Bryson DeChambeau blamed his first round at the Open Championship on the fact that his quote-unquote driver sucks. Cobra reps have come out and said that's simply not true. Do you care or not that Bryson's absolutely slamming a, 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 a company that gives him free stuff? I oh, Nice save there. Um... Thank you. Um, you know, I, I care. I care if you can't um, tell. I just, I, I really don't care about Bryson DeChambeau. That's the thing. Is I'm, I'm kind of over him right now. 
Yeah. And you know what was it? He missed like he missed like fourteen fairways when he was yeah. playing something crazy like yeah. that. I mean, I don't know how much of a driver is gonna is gonna impact you missing fourteen fairways when you're a professional golfer and and you're this mad scientist. You know all this stuff. So I I mean I I'm over DeChambeau. I mean maybe his caddy's got to pick a di- his new caddy's got to pick a different club for him, but. I don't know. I I really don't care, but let's I want to hear what you have to say about this. No, I just think it's it's like these people they're your sponsors. Like you yeah. could have picked any company and you're out here like dissing the team, like the company that you picked. Like it's not like he didn't have any other options. Like he yeah. could be using a Titleist driver, he could be using a TaylorMade or a Callaway driver, but he picked Cobra and now because he sucks one round of golf, he says that the club sucks. It's just like, it, it feels like when I, you know, duff a chip and I blame my 60-degree wedge, it's like, no, you idiot. You just suck at golf. So you can't blame a club when you are the one who's using it incorrectly. I digress. Moving on. <laughs> um, Allie Quigley just won her third three-point championship um, at the WNBA All-Star Game. Care and all. Damn, that's crazy. Um, uh, I mean, congrats, dude. Congrats. I don't know what I'm supposed to say to that. Like, awesome, I guess. Keeping it in the same topic, Karen Awe, Candace Parker is on the cover of NBA 2K22. I just, I don't get it. I know I was saying this to you. It's not the WNBA 2K game. And, And I know you said that, you know, there are WNBA rosters. There are also international teams on there so I don't so at this point it's just pandering to like the 5% of people who play 2k that are girls and like nobody's gonna buy it no like nobody's gonna buy that edition they're gonna go with the Luka version or they're gonna go with the weirdest mix of players Kareem Abdul-Jabbar Kevin Durant and Dirk Nowitzki (laughs) Yeah, I don't. I don't get. I that. guess power forward was the was the theme, but I mean, yeah, calling KD a power forward's a stretch. Kareem Kareem's was a not center. a power forward. Yeah, it just just a weird weird mix. Well, what's it called? Uh, I, did you did you see this though? It was like LeBron didn't get his first uh, NBA cover until after he had like four league MVPs, and Luca's just twenty two, and he got one. Well, and Dirk coming out and saying that Luca right now is better than he ever was in his prime. Yeah, that's some praise coming Ooh, from yeah, coming from that coming from the man himself. Yeah. Coming from the man. Stephen who, A can say what he want. Ooh, we don't mention Stephen A on the show right now. <laughs> oh, after 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 what he said about Otani, we do Stephen not. Mention, a, Stephen Stephen A needs an interpreter to come on our show. Yeah, we don't we don't we don't bring <laughs> up that name around here, not that lightly. Uh, real quick. Uh, Novak Djokovic tweets that he is in for the Tokyo Olympics. Karen all. I mean, awesome. I, I promise you I was not going to watch tennis in the Olympics anyway. <laughs> um, Next, Lionel Messi signed a deal five years, half of his current salary to stay with Barcelona after all the drama this, this summer. Karen yeah. all. Yeah, I mean, I think that's huge. I thought that he was going to leave. I thought, you know, he was going to go to Man City. But... He's taking a huge pay cut. I hope that they can surround him with talent. I think it's, what, four or five years that he's got. Mm-hmm. And, you know, all that money that they've spent on him so far and how poorly the contract negotiations were going, I thought that there was no way he was going to come back. And then he comes back on this on half the salary that he had. Now, don't get me wrong. He was making 
he's making a ton of money, but I don't know. He's the best uh, top two for those who are going to debate me on that. He's top two, and there's no arguing that. It's like soccer players in the world. So I don't know. I just I think it's a little crazy. But I do care. Last two, Sorry. Last two things. We had mentioned this earlier. Um, before his first UFC main event, Khabib Nurmagomedov. Yeah, Nurmagomedov um, said that Islam Makhachev is the next thing and told him to, quote-unquote, show the world, care and all. I Well, I mean, it's the, it's the most exciting division in the UFC, so yes, I do care. And, you know, high praise from the undoubted goat in that division. So, I don't know. I, I mean, I, I'm curious to see who his next fight is. I don't know off the top of my head who it is. Um, oh, it's um, it's Moises, uh, Tiago Moises, oh. and it's this weekend. Oh, dude, he's gonna, he's gonna, he's gonna, he's gonna win. He's gonna clap that kid. Um, but yeah, I mean, like I said, I care just because I'm a big UFC fan, and that's the most fun division. And to have such praise from such a good member of that division, like you know, it's not, it's not like Daniel Cormier saying, "Oh yeah, like this little flyweight is gonna like be awesome." Like, no, somebody that's trained with him who has had the belt, who is undefeated, is saying that this dude's got next. And I'm excited to see what fights Dana White is going to put this kid in. Because especially if he gets a quick knockout or if he gets a brutal submission in this fight, uh, we could potentially see him jump, jump like, top ten. Yeah. And one last thing, Karen Aw, with the new... I don't know if you've seen these. The new rules put in place by the NCAA committee for football where a horns down gesture oh is now God. an immediate now an immediate penalty for unsportsmanlike conduct <laughs> so I, i'm sorry it is just charmin soft right now okay they're turning into the nba quite frankly but i just bouncing a ball tech yeah, giving your teammate help. Tech. Can you can you imagine what what would have happened when Baker Mayfield was playing and he planted the nuts? flag? What he grabbed his oh, nuts at the, the other bench, too? dude. And yeah. he told he told the Kansas fans go back to cheering for basketball. Like I, oh my god, it's it just it it upsets me because it starts to take out that sort of competitiveness, that sort of drive, that that. You know that animosity, especially in those rivalries, man. You know, yeah. They're calling this like bullying. What? Which, come on. <laughs> what? Come on. Horns down is bullying, and it's an automatic fifteen. And if you do that one more time, you're suspended for a game. Are you kidding me? Yeah, that's absurd. I I mean, might as well have the whole team do it then. They can only get so many yards for that point, but. Yeah, I don't know. It's just crazy how soft things are starting to get because, like I said, it's going to take the competitive edge away. And you see what happens when you take that competitive edge away, especially looking at our men's national team. You know, they're not looking to play physical. They're not playing to play big basketball. And and they're getting clapped by Nigeria and Australia. Yeah. I think think they were like 25-point favorites in the Australia game, and they lost. Hey, don't... don't talk about my boy Joe Ingles, though. Yeah, sorry, Patty Mills putting the team on his back. No, but it's 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 just crazy to me 
how much competition is being taken away from sports. But I do care. I do care because that's going to lead to more things getting banned. Yeah. I um, wanted to transition now into the story that's been circulating for oh, the last yeah. probably 48 hours. And Crazy. that's that... That's everything surrounding Richard Sherman right now. Um, he 14 minutes ago, he was released from jail after arrest without bail. Um, he was originally arrested on suspicion of, quote-unquote, burglary, domestic violence, which, for me, I had to look into what they were defining burglary as because, yeah. for me, to be a burglar, you have to steal something, but they were doing it more on the, the line of B&E. And I just want to make sure that I have the story right. Basically, Sherman gets absolutely yeah, plastered. I also, I also just reread it, so I'm fresh on it. If you have any like, I'll tr- I'll try to go through it yeah. and then step in step in where I'm wrong. Of course. Um, so Sherman gets absolutely polluted, goes to his brother-in-law's <laughs> house, drives drives I've to his brother-in-law's house. I've never heard polluted before. <laughs> polluted. That's, that's so that's, funny. That's one of my favorites. Oh, I'm um, stealing that. Sorry. <laughs> yes. So he gets um, he gets absolutely, you know, blitzed and goes to his brother-in-law's house. Lost tries in the to sauce. tries to break into said brother-in-law's house to like talk to his wife, talk to his family. Um, but he uh, here's he, the thing: is that he never got in, is what I read. No, he was so just. I don't. I, mean, I don't get how they're calling that domestic, but. I'm sorry. Keep well, going. he well he never got in, but he also um, from the 911 call, his wife was yelling for Richard to give her the keys to the car that he was driving. Mm. Um, maybe there's a little confrontation out on the porch. Maybe, maybe like she went outside to talk to him. Um, but like you said, he never truly burgled, never truly broken entered. Burgled. Um, burgled. Um, but he's like having an argument. He says, like, nobody likes me, everybody hates me, I should just go eat worms, I should go hang myself. And they're like, no, Richard, stop, give me the keys, don't go. What the he heck, leaves. Richard? He leaves. What the heck, nice. Um, yeah, <laughs> nice save. He, he gets into the car, speeds off, ends up getting into a single car crash where he crashes and then runs away from the scene. Well, um, well no, he... he what happened was the cops so he crashed his car in a construction site and the guys that oh. were that were there called the cops cops showed up they tried to create a rapport like one of the guys was like yeah dude when i was 16 i valley parked your car for you before and then they were like yeah we also have suspicion to arrest you and then that's when he apparently just started walking in the other direction which just picked up and then they sent the canine after him and he had lacerations on his calf for, uh, from that Oh wow! Yeah, yeah. Taken down by canine in fight with cops before arrest. Yeah, booked on booked on multiple charges. But the the thing about this, I mean, obviously he's released without bail. Um, he's going to appear in court on Friday. Yes. Um, which what would brings be in the day y'all are hearing this? Yes. So he's in he's in court right now as you're hearing this. Um. But it just brings to mind a lot of these scary things that we've heard from ex-NFL players, current NFL players, um, about mental illness and, and their own mental health. And I mean, this substance is someone, abuse. 
that that too. This is someone who is, I mean, viewed by most people. He's the vice as, president of like the NFLPA. Yeah, I mean, he is. I mean, he's a Stanford graduate. He's incredibly intelligent. Not to mention one of the most lockdown corners of his era. Oh man, well, don't be of saying. his era. I'm not he's saying a cover all time. three corner. He's not lockdown. He's the but, best. I mean, he's, 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 a, he's probably the best zone corner in of of his, his era. Yeah, yeah. But I don't know about like lockdown, but I mean he's still a top ten corner of this era. No matter who you ask, correct of the era. I'll give you that. Yeah, I mean, he's not top 10 right now. That's the reason no. why he's not on a football team. Yeah. But it brings to mind the, the question of, I mean, obviously you hear names like Junior Seau. Um, yeah. You think of you know other people who have had CTE and substance abuse issues after football. Um, I mean, who Vincent Jackson, just yeah. you know a couple of months ago. He, died in a hotel. You know, died in a hotel Overdose. room. Overdose, yeah. And so it's it's things like this where like, do you think that they caught this soon enough where this is going to be a turning point and he would potentially be a a voice to other players to say hey like like do you think this is going to be a turning point moment for Richard Sherman because I, I think, personally think it will. I think I think if there's any player that can get out of this, it's him just because of you know how smart and well versed that he is. And because of the positions that he's put himself in previously, he has the support systems there for him. And, you know, I'm not even sure, like, what what led to that, though. You know what I mean? Like, like we're not getting a full story on why he he went over to the stepbrother's house, why he was saying this, why he was feeling that. Not just because he was drunk. Like, that's fair. But yeah, there there has to be some other sort of rejection that really sent him into this, which is what I'm just trying to to think of like what triggered this because you know I don't think this is a CTE thing per se it, I don't I just think this that, that this was like an extremely intoxication thing yeah but also I don't know if he's going to have another home in the NFL especially at his age what is he like 32 33 years old now as a cornerback yeah and, I mean that's that's about when Darrell Revis left the league yeah so with this coming up, I think he's not going to put himself in a position to be like, unfortunately, uh, Vincent Jackson or Junior Sale. But I, I think that his time in the NFL might be over after, you know, hearing the whole story of everything and why things are happening now. Yeah, if anything, it's probably going to be a thing where he sits out this year and then kind of has like a washed up year next year and then just decides to call it quits after that if he doesn't yeah. call it quits. I think. I mean, he he played well in San Francisco this year. It's it's hard yeah, to deny it wasn't bad. that. Um, so he still has some left in the tank. It's just the fact that I mean, if he's not signed at this point in the off season, that's not a good sign. Um, and it might just be like a Des Bryant situation where he might yeah. get a like he might get a chance, you know, a year or two post this after they've kind of you know validated that everything's good, but. I agree with you. I think that one of the problems in today's modern media is that we rush to get a story rather than sitting back and getting the whole story. Because like, initially, yeah, I don't initially the, it was I don't just domestic it. violence, and I was like, I, "Oh gosh, another you know another domestic violence case." And then they said, "Well, it's burglary," and I was like, "What is he robbing? The man has millions of dollars. Like, unless he's ro- like unless he's robbing the Smithsonian for." You know, a priceless family heirloom. Like, it doesn't make well, like, sense. Even for with him robbery, to... the only thing I could see is like him taking something back and somebody reporting that. But yeah, 
like 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 a watch or a chain that something. specifically but, family members. Yeah. Yeah, but I just it it even the charges now still don't make sense to me. I don't get how he's he's being charged with burglary. How he's being charged with domestic violence. His wife said that nobody in the family was hurt. And, you know, I was saying this to you. I'm glad that he didn't take anybody in the car with him as he was, yeah. you know, in his bag. But I just, I don't I don't get why there's such a rush to this, like, oh, he did this and he did that, when that wasn't necessarily the case, but you're just clickbaiting right now. And that's what, that's what it seems like. Yeah. But, yeah, I mean, you know. I don't think, I mean, like I said, I don't think he's going to have another real stint in the NFL. No, I, I mean, if if anything, it's going to be like a, a Pac-Man Jones, Janoris Jenkins thing where, you know. They found a body of, in Janoris Jenkins' basement and he still is employed. Yeah, so that's that's one of the ones where you see guys like that who have run-ins with the law. But this seems more like a bad night that just got worse. Yeah, and I, I like could, we wouldn't, I could we also wouldn't see be hearing about rehab. this. Yeah, I could see him going to rehab for this. Like we wouldn't be hearing about this story if he, you know, if he just slept in his car. Yeah, like the fact that the the only reason it came about was that there was a nine one one call because they were scared. But it would have been handled out of court. They would have had like a domestic disturbance. Everything would have been fine. Mm-hmm. And that's what honestly it would it should be. It shouldn't be domestic violence. It should just be a domestic disturbance. Correct. And so the fact that, I mean, they put the cart way in front of the horse on this one. Mm-hmm. Um, so I, I, wanted, I want the best for him. I mean. Absolutely. I, I don't think that anyone's wishing bad on him. I mean, if it was Justin since, Jefferson now. Oh, if it was, was <laughs> Boo Boo. Every episode. How, we, like, it didn't. We didn't even have to have that segue. He lives. He lives rent free in my head. I'm not gonna lie. Mine, mine too. I think. I think it's a. Um, I think it's like a duplex between my brain and your brain. He has. A, yeah. He lives. Yeah. He lives full time in your head, and he just has a vacation home in mine. Um, <laughs> yeah. All the stuff the I send of the, you of, especially like all the stuff <laughs> I send you of him saying, "Oh, dude, thanks for all the haters. It's gonna make me be even better this year." Shut up. You better put up two thousand. I'm not gonna regress this year. Yeah, if he honestly, if he can put like if he puts up numbers, if he can put up numbers for like four or five straight years, I'll hop off the oh, hate absolutely. train. Absolutely, absolutely. But I think it's just he had one decent season. We've seen so many people fall off. As as the second option on a team that has an insane running back and a, uh, a solid receiver, people are people were mad at me because I said he was the second second option. Behind Adam Thielen, they legitimately, what else is he? they legitimately got upset at me because they said, "Oh, he's the best. He's the best receiver on that team." <laughs> he's not the best receiver on the team, or the first, or, or the first option. He's the Z. He's not the X. Yeah, but, I mean, you agree with me. I agree with you. In this case, both of us have to be right. <laughs> yeah, I mean, yeah. I don't know what else there is to add to this one. No, I, I mean, like we said. May due process help out Richard Sherman in this situation. Um, I think eventually we're just going to see that it was way overblown. But when it's a star like Richard Sherman, people want to get the scoop and people want to get the story that uh, is going to get them the most views. And that's part of what's messed up with what's going on. We've we've seen it in the past. And I think the the bigger issue here is that we're going to continue to see stuff like this in the future. Like the fact that 
there's like the Dwayne Haskins story. Is yeah, I was gonna. Like I, that was literally just in my head as you were saying that, and I was like, should I like, bring this up or no? Like Dwayne Haskins' wife literally punched him in his face, knocked a tooth out, and split his lip. And like we have evidence, the arrest is there, but yeah. we're just like, oh, it's not as big of a deal as this assumed thing that Richard Sherman did. So that nobody has the full story on. Exactly. Like we have a full story for this Haskins situation, yeah. but yet it doesn't make as much of news as Richard Sherman because he's the bigger name. And I think that's where media journalists need to uphold their integrity as journalists and get the full story before they report things. I mean, what do I know? I just studied it for four years in school. <laughs> <laughs> all right, that's right. Um, all right, yeah, we'll have, well, at least I'll have, I'll have a Space Jam review for y'all next week, even though I know I'm going to hate it because LeBron's in it. But signing off, you guys are going to get one more week with me, and then Josh is going to have to I'll figure, figure out. something out. I'll He's going to figure it out. It out. I think. I might have to just roll down a. I'm, I, they they might just have to hear my my voice for about twenty minutes. Yeah. And so might just might just be the case, John. Yeah. I'm sorry. I could just <laughs> call him at this point. Honestly, <laughs> we could just get we could just get on a three way call between the three of us um, at a time that we designate and just talk about it. I feel yeah. like we need some John talk back. I feel like he doesn't. He doesn't give us enough talk back for someone who is our oh, sole we'll get, listener. We'll get him on the show. We'll get him on the show. I mean, line it up. I feel like I could go toe for toe with him, like I go toe for toe with you. Oh yeah. Oh no. He'll 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 go on for a week if you want him. All right. Cool. So this has been one of us has to be right. <laughs> we'll see you next week.